everybody else, welcome to this ASMR experience tailored towards men. Now, before we get into the How the heck are you? The squad is here. So good, dude. Gabe, I like your trash talk. It's subtle. It's just directed at me. I just want to say I appreciate it. I also logo you have right now. Oh, you are pulling out all the stops. What the hell, bro? That's pretty good. I'm seeing that now. I don't like that. Gabe's logo, while we're recording this, is the Chiefs over the Niners score. That's pretty good. The hell is wrong with you, Gabe? I I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's just my profile photo I use for everything. <laughs> you know, Gabe, my my children, when we have the NFL on and they see, like, the cardboard <laughs> cutout fans, they go, remember when Gabe and his dog had a cutout fan in him in the game? And you're, uh, your legend lives on over here. I don't know what you're talking about because I'm still there. I'm still Are there you? out in Philly snow. Hell yeah, I am. No way. You're there for the season? Apparently, because they got closed back down for COVID, so they popped back out the cutouts. <laughs> That's great. Well, we'll be looking for you. Uh, although I think you guys play in Arizona this week, so it doesn't do you any good. That's true. I think even when we go back to having fans in the stands, you know some of those games where they're not sold out? Just put a cardboard fan there. Why not? It'll look full. Uh, yeah, there's a few teams in Florida that could benefit from that idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Chargers as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Chargers. There's, they're still around. All right. Well, guys, what do we got? Uh, we just finished uh, tonight's Wednesday nights. We're not watching a Thursday night game. But can we talk about the Monday night game? That game was amazing. Game was amazing. So what side of the fence are you on? Do you think Lamar Jackson had to take a shit? Or what? (laughs) Oh, I think a little already came out. That dude had to poop. His whole I had cramps thing. Did you see how that guy ran? I mean, I was thinking about it. Normally when I have cramps too, I have to take a giant dump afterwards. So I think 
the the I have a cramps thing totally plays. Cramps equal poop. Yeah, I'd say maybe he did have cramps, but he definitely pooped. Like the McSorley or whatever the backup's name was, he's like, oh no, he had a cramps in his arm, and then they were in his leg, so that's why he was running funny. I'm like, bro, when I get cramps, they're like my leg only or something. I don't, they don't jump from spot to spot when I'm running. Sounds like the story was just getting all mixed up. He's lying. He's trying to cover for a buddy. But what, like, why don't you just say, hey, I had to go to the bathroom? Like, what's the, why is that so bad? That's Bro, a good this, point. Like, this is football. We don't shit in football. Isn't it, is it shit the Oregon, on each other? <laughs> isn't it the Oregon Ducks who have, like, that one that's right there on the sideline? Oh, and, it's like, the pop-up, like, yeah. Yeah, they have the pop-up pooper. That thing's incredible. That's it's, like, good. 20 feet from the stands, so, like... Whoever's in the front row can like cheer them on as they oh, they pull up the the tent top. It's just like yeah, the blue tent for uh, concussion stuff. It is, or uh, a booth review, right? Where they're <laughs> watching a. It's the same thing, but it has a toilet. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Um, other amazing things to start this podcast off before we talk about the booty and the junk. Uh, how about Matt Francisco's dad joining? In- that was pretty incredible. Good. That was probably one of the better uh, submissions we've had on our Facebook group in in years. Um, right up there with with Jake's family photo. Uh, but that video was incredible. Very well that done, was. Matt. That was that dude's dad. He he doesn't mess around, so I would take that whole thing very serious. I uh I was sleeping over at Matt Francisco's house one time with a few friends, and we stayed up way too late in his living room. We were watching Half Baked. Have you boys ever seen that movie? No, sir. I've had I've had the half baked ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Well, you guys suck. It's a Dave Chappelle movie. It's really not that good, but it's there's like one there's one scene with some frontal woman nudity. Just one scene. There we go. And of course, his dad comes storming down the hall. It's like one in the morning. And I immediately fake sleep. Like, I just play possum. Like, oh, I'm asleep. And he's just livid and yelling that we're staying up to watch, like, stoner porn. And uh, that was just a a highlight from David DeFrancisco. So to see him roast his son, Derek, right there, just amazing. One for the ages. Um, One for the ages. And then Matt Francisco's got like a side bet going with Alex. I mean, he's feeling good right now. He got himself out of the junk. He's kind of in the, I'll call it the real winner's bowl. You know, when you win and you don't have to go to the junk bowl. Um, he's got that side bet going with Alex too, right? Where they get to choose each other's 15th round pick based off of a 49ers and Cowboys bet. Or the game this weekend, yeah. I mean, I'm going to laugh if one of these 15th round picks end up becoming like a keeper, like a James Robinson or something. Whew, turn me up. That could get wild. That is, That would be pretty awesome. Help the other guy win on accident. But also infuriating because Alex seems to every year perform really well, except for this season because he had Todd Gurley. But I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> You tell you what, if he had a different running back, I bet he doesn't finish fifth. I bet he finishes fourth. You're right. If he had David Montgomery, he sure would be fourth. And that would mean uh, 
Vince, you wouldn't have made it in. Well, I would have had Todd Gurley, so I guess you're right. <laughs> um, Fellas, anything else you want to talk about before we start talking about the big games coming up? Well, I feel like we should talk a little bit about last week. Mm. I don't know. Go I mean, I've got nothing great to say. I lost. It also wasn't a surprise. So when you were parading on my dead body, uh, I don't know what you were so excited about. Uh, but you did win. And I told yeah, you well, you were going to have to have a big week. Uh, it wasn't a 180-point week, but you certainly had a big week to make up for your 85-point dud. Um, so I don't know. Well, how are you feeling going into this next matchup with uh, with Gabe here? Uh, Gabe is the second highest scorer in the league, so it'll be a challenge. But uh, I believe, including last week where I put up like 160 points, I think I've got like the first and like the third and the fourth highest weeks. So I think I can keep it going. I got a bunch of good players who are vying for playoff spots, like in the actual NFL. And I think that's going to help me. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. And if you're going to tell me that I crapped the bed with 85 points, I think you crapped the bed. You put up 82. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was at a hundred. I had a lead on you. (laughs) No, I mean, last week you put 82. Of course. Yeah. The part where you lost is what I'm making fun of, ah. not when you had the lead. Well, I will say the only people that want to see you win are yourself and Diane. Oh, she'll always support me. There's no denying Diane has my back no matter what. Does well, Diane it's know a mis- misguided. Me. Yeah, I don't know. Gabe, this is your moment to try to get Diane to turn against me. Gabe, next I just might. I'm going to invite her over for a Game of Thrones watch party. We've been talking about it for 10 years now. We're going to finally do it. And you know what? I'm going to get the seal of approval. All right. I'm driving to your mom's house as soon as this podcast is I was going to say, didn't didn't Matt do something with your mom? I think it's time you get her back. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a sweet photo with his mom. Jesus. (laughs) You stay away from my mom. <laughs> it's even weirder that you guys are both related. <laughs> yeah. All through this lady who's over here in the kitchen making quesadillas next to me. Uh, I mean, you look at us and you'd say, I could see them being related. Right? <laughs> dude, Gabe, you also look re- like you're related to like that Asian dude in the NFL. And there's like three Asian guys. Heinz Ward? So, no, <laughs> no. And not Young Ho either, the other one. <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> There's a third one. I'll find it and send it to you. Um, okay, more about last week. You got to imagine um, Matt Francisco and Dan are feeling superb. Oh, right. Absolutely. Uh, Dan, yes, 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 yes. They are. They must be. Especially after he got rid of uh, uh, Devontae Adams. I still can't believe that. <laughs> You know, I got I got some Devontae Adams, Justin Herbert numbers coming later in this podcast for oh, you. Oh, man. But to be fair, Dan, you did get rid of the number two wide receiver this year for a quarterback who was kind of just floating around on waivers. That's true. So. I, I would know. I love uh, waivers quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We'll get to yours too, buddy. I- but you know what? 
Can we just jump into it? Let's jump into it. That, that's the transition. It's uh, the big booty bowl. We'll start from the top. Don't worry. The top is boring. We want to get down to the Waffle House junk bowl. We'll get there, but you have to stay tuned. Uh, Gabe, you have some waiver wire quarterbacks. You have Taysom Hill <laughs> and your new favorite quarterback, Mr. Hertz out of Oklahoma. So who are you going to start, dude? Are you starting Taysom or Hertz? Right now, Hertz is in. I, uh, I, I was texting Vince earlier. I was telling him I'm just rethinking my whole life of how I even got in the situation <laughs> where I have to start uh, B, B-grade quarterbacks. <laughs> B-grade quarterbacks in the booty bowl, though. So that's saying something when you're, like, just randomly throwing QBs in and you're in the championship. I mean, yeah, I, I think I've seen – I've probably played, like, five different quarterbacks this season at least. Everybody knows stream quarterbacks. That's always been what's tough. Wait, no, that's defense. It's stream defense. No, you want to draft a quarterback in the first or second round, and then your draft is locked up and way good. That's <laughs> typically what most people do, so that makes sense. I'll tell you what, the guys who did that are not in the booth. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So looking at your team, dude, uh, you've got Justin Tucker. Uh, he's incredible. Going back to that amazing <laughs> Monday night football game, right? Tucker, he didn't poop his pants. He kicked a field goal and won the game. So that was amazing. Um, and you've got, I know this isn't like you plan this out. It just works out to your advantage. You've got Tyler Lockett, and you know why that works to your advantage, right? I sure do, because if Metcalf's not getting the touches, you know who is. Yeah, so my quarterback, if he's throwing touchdowns, it's potentially to your wide receiver. So that's a pretty good setup you got. Lockett's yeah, I, due, man. He is due for a huge game. Yeah, I haven't had, had a, a couple of stinkers the last three weeks. His last big game was week 11 against the Cardinals. Uh, he is the 12th best fantasy wide receiver. Gabe, if you've got any shot here, man, this guy needs to put up a 20 bomb at least. We got to keep DK in check. I'm not sure if that's doable, but certainly a tall task. Hey, I think it'll be good. You know, we got Chase Young out there. He's going to be blitzing Russell Wilson like crazy. I don't know if he's going to be able to get it to his big man on big routes. So I'm hoping that Lockett fills in that little middle gap. Um, yeah. That's not an innuendo. Um, just hoping that he can pick him up. There we go. Yeah, I could see that happening. Lockett could run in just kind of a slot run, and DK doesn't have time to get all the way down because Chase Young and the Washington R-words are pretty serious. Um, You got Dalvin Cook. That dude's really good at running the ball. So I wish you uh, decent luck this week. Thank you. Number one running back in the league, uh, Dalvin yeah. Cook. Better run all over that Bears D if Gabe has any shot here. I know I've brought this up a few times, but um, this would be pointed at Vince and DeFrancisco. Do you guys have any thoughts on Dalvin Cook? <laughs> Feel free to remind us of what we talked about in week one. I, I just I just remember people saying he's always hurt, uh, kind of washed, not that great. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said he's washed. <laughs> he's like twenty four. I remember you saying that he was coming up or like a big contract or something, and that you just don't think he could do what he's done before. 
maybe not washed, but there you guys go. Dalvin Cook, number one. Yeah. Pretty, uh, dude, it was a solid pickup, and uh, one of the reasons you are where you are. Certainly true. I did not have faith in Dalvin Cook. He has certainly carried you all the way to the booty bowl. Do you think he outrushes Derrick Henry this week? I think that's Whoa. the big question. See, that's the Let's beast, man. Go for it, man. You guys, do you know the do you know the story of Derrick Henry's tractor Cito name? Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> oh boy. And also, no. So if you want to share it. When you said that, I was like, I don't even know what this means. I, when you posted oh, it, I had never no heard idea what it meant. For real. <laughs> So a few years ago, he got this nickname, and it might be Gabe. You're our local half Hispanic, so you're gonna have to let me know if it's racist or not, okay? So you just you keep it real, okay? Let me know if my privileged butt crosses a line. Um, I guess there was a an announcer watching one of the games who used to do like uh, landscaping, and there was this little dude <laughs> named like Jose who could just start bulldozing stuff. And like, like he would just go into this mode where like, he could just get anything done. He could move the heaviest things and it just didn't even make sense. And he would call him tractor Cito. Oh my and God. Then Is Joe just, Buck? <laughs> you would think. And so then when Derek Henry just starts mowing people over and it's just like, okay, it's Derek Henry time. Somebody called him tractor. Cito. <laughs> I feel like you made this story up from like personal experience. I want you to go look it up on the internet because I may have gotten little facts wrong, but it's there. <laughs> I got it close enough. I definitely am in the ballpark. It was probably like a story about when he was six years old and he'd like truck over other kids and then eat ice cream or something. That's probably the real story. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine the kids in sixth grade who had to deal with him? <laughs> like he, he's looking like an 18 year old man just killing people. Um, okay. More about him. He has four. 200 rushing yard games with two touchdowns in it over the last few years. Did you know how many the rest of the NFL combined has that? Did my English even make sense right there? I don't know. I don't know the answer to either of those questions. Okay, the English didn't make sense. The answer is Derrick Henry has four 200-yard rushing games with two touchdowns. The rest of the NFL in the last four years has two. He's a beast. Who are and the other two? The reason you got crushed. I don't know. It doesn't matter. There are like thirty something teams. There's freaking. It feels like some serious guys. trivia question. I mean, that that would be a good question. You it was on Instagram. Out. It was on Instagram. I love it. Um, but let's keep things moving. We've been talking about the booty for a long time, Gabe. It's going to come down to the Browns' defense that I'm going to start against the New York Giants playing Sunday night. And we don't. Neither one of us have a Monday night game, so you're going to want the Browns to get their butts kicked. I'm going to want the Browns to just crush Daniel Jones or whoever plays on the Giants now. Should be a good time. Yeah, I'm excited about that. The Giants are one of those weird teams right now that, like, are they pretty shitty or are they going to have a really good game? Surprisingly, it's true, man. You and your whole what is it? Your NFC beast down east. That's damn right, dude. The best division in the NFL. Definitely the most interesting one to talk about. Um, okay. Vince, I'm going to put it on you. We're just winging it at this stage. Gabe or me, who wins this week? Not overall. We'll deal with that next time. Who takes the lead at the end of this week? Oh, man. 
I think a huge game for Dalvin Cook, a huge game for Tyler Lockett, Justin Jefferson, huge game. I mean, just across the board, Gabe's going to have a huge, huge week. I think he's going to have you beat by one point in week one. Did I mention the Tractor Cito <laughs> story? I mean, <laughs> all right, Gabe by one. I love it. I Before like we it. move on from this match, though, I just want to give – who the hell was it? Was it Dan who dropped Austin Eckler? Kirsten Garn. He did. That was a really got rid dick of move. Devontae Adams got rid of Austin Eckler. I mean, I don't – I think there's collusion, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> it would look that way. It was, do you guys remember that? He dropped him. The next day, he put something on his Twitter. I don't follow him, but Matthew Barry like, retweets it or something. And I go, oh, who has him? I wonder if I can trade for him. Oh, he's a free agent? Dan dropped him the day before he said he's going to start coming back. It was amazing. Yeah, that that's the difference maker to me. It takes your team from being... Um, stacked to just incredible it does derrick henry by the way this the tractor cito guy uh he plays the easiest team to run against this year or yeah this year detroit so that should be fun he's gonna hurt his funny bone this week so you watch it all right vince says gabe's gonna have the lead i'll see you in hell gabe let's move on to tommy versus vince how about that um I was looking at this matchup. Both of you guys have great matchups. Like you're looking at the opponents that your players have to play. I think it's going to go pretty well. It's going to be a good high scoring game. Uh, We'll talk about Tommy first. Um, The Rams defense last week put up 20 points and uh, they get to play the Jets this week. I don't know if you guys, have you ever heard of Aaron Donald? Yeah, that guy's uh, trash. I want to come up with another story that's like borderline racist but I don't have one. He's <laughs> he's like, you can't draft Aaron Darnold because we don't do that defensive player thing, but having the Rams is amazing. That is big news. Did you call him Aaron Darnold? For... Like Sam Darnold? You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Sam Darnold. He plays defense for the Rams. <laughs> Donald. Aaron Donald Darnold. That guy. Um, Donald Duck. James Conner. Is James Conner going to play football? Nope. Well, he uh, he's in his starting lineup, and he's got Brandon Ayuk, who is like the new Julio Jones, at least according to the internet. You're welcome, Tommy. Ooh, did you hook him up with I him? I did. Fresh off waivers. <sighs> yeah. Really yeah, that. yeah, that's messed up. I remember I wanted him. Dang, you're right, dude. He's been around, dude. Ayuk has been there. Around, there was a dude. point where I offered Ayuk for Carson Wentz, and uh, Vince said no. I just want that to be on record. <laughs> That's too bad because he's been on Matt Francisco's team. He's been on Alex's team. He's been on your team. He's been on Tommy's team. He's been around for sure. Oh, did I really turn that down for Carson Wentz? Yeah, you definitely did. I got Marvin Jones Drew, who's or Marvin Jones Drew, Mar- Marvin, yeah, Maurice. Marvin Jones Jr. Keep it going, you'll get there. Tractor Cito, him and Aaron Darnold. I'm sticking with it. Um, Tommy, dude, I'm liking your team this week. I think it's going to put up uh, a lot of points. To be totally honest, 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't honestly care that much at all until I found out I could still win 40 bucks. So I threw in a new tight end because, you know, let's just try another tight end. So instead of Evan Ingram, I'm going with Logan Thomas trotting out Alex Smith's best friend. Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't. Alvin Kamara doesn't get the ball in the new Saints offense. James Robinson had a terrible game last week. Uh, Matthew Berry loves Terry McLaurin, so nothing's changed there. Uh, and Deshaun Watson's playing a really tough Colts defense, so I don't feel great. But I also hey. didn't feel great last week, so who knows? Deshaun Watson should probably poop his pants. <laughs> Just saying. It seemed to work for the other mobile quarterback. Dude, you got... You got Miles Sanders and David Montgomery. Those dudes are studs, but I guess the question is, who are going to be like? I'll, those dudes will get you a bunch of points. They gave you a bunch last time. Well, that's assuming you if, have uh, Vince will start Miles Sanders this week or not. Oh, I'm starting Miles Sanders. Yeah, I, I just know last week <laughs> when he scores twenty something points, you really wanted him on your bench, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, For, unfortunately, it wouldn't have helped. But yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I wouldn't have beat you by so many. Um, yeah, there's I no style points in the NFL. This oh, there are. I outscored you by 63 points. How much does that matter? It's got me sitting in the booty bowl, and I feel really good about it. Um, but who, like, Vince, who are going to be, like, your third and fourth guys that, like, get you a bunch of points? Uh, you mean beyond the ones I named? Uh, Tommy wins by 11. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Sorry, Vince. Any other last words you have for your team? Nope. All right. Tommy takes the lead. Okay, I'm, all right, I'm going back. You just said Gabe's going to win by one point. Freaking ESPN says I'm projected to score 131. You punk. Don't give that game to Gabe. I'm supposed to lose by 2.7. You said 11. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> We're making let's, let's, okay, the official taint bowl. Matt DeFrancisco's made it into it with Alex. Um, Matt DeFrancisco's got Aaron Rodgers. Hot. It's not even a hot take. It's being discussed all over the place. Is Aaron Rodgers the greatest quarterback of all time? LOL. LOL big time. No. Uh, no shot. He's Dude, not even the best quarterback in the NFL right now. <laughs> his passer rating is pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen him throw a Hail Mary. And his touchdown to interception ratio is like the greatest of all time. Yeah. So. He's got what? One ring? <laughs> and that's the counter. I mean, um, yeah, he's a great – he's like a great stats guy. I don't know what the the – example of that would be in it's almost like Barry Bonds right phenomenal individual player never won a ring one time I yelled at him and he didn't look at me while I was yelling at him Aaron Rodgers no Barry Bonds I used to get cheap seats in the outfield Mm. yeah and yeah it's like he just wouldn't acknowledge me other neat things so uh if Barry Bonds got zero rings Matt DeFrancisco has something on his team that's three times that. I guess three times zero is actually zero. Matt Francisco has three defenses. Somebody help me out with that one. The Vikes, the Saints, and the Chiefs. Yeah, that's that's a solid strategy right there. I mean, when you're playing for nothing, who really cares? 
Okay. That's probably what he's thinking, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I just, I was looking at his team. I'm like, wow, we're really loaded up. Even if he's doing like play it for next week type of thing, you don't need three defenses. You only need two if you're. Well, doing he still that. has the side bet, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's true. He does. Then I don't know what Matt's thinking. I think he's probably pretty still high about his win over Derek last week. Yeah. Yeah, winning the Taint Bowl isn't going to mean anything. The win over Derek was his season high right there. Congrats on that one again, Matt. So one big Um, question I have about Matt's team, uh, if I could, obviously our league is very running back heavy when it comes to keepers. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, obviously a a freshman uh, this season, uh, started off pretty well. A rookie, a freshman, all the same. But he's the 16th best running back. Can you keep him in the first round? Ugh. What do you guys think? Nah. So who else do you keep? Carson Wentz in the third? Nah. Aaron Rodgers? I mean, keeping quarterbacks in the 10th? Okay, maybe. Yeah, he, so he'd keep him in the 8th if he did it. Maybe that's the play, but you could probably get Aaron Rodgers in the tenth next season. It's going to be tough. Michael Thomas, who knows what he's going to do? Maybe, Maybe Mike Chris, Davis. He's Chris the Carson. running back of the future. Chris Carson in the third. Mike yeah. Davis. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have that situation. No, that's tough. Mike, Mike Davis came off a of waiver, so that's not an option. Ah. Um. Okay. And so he's. How about? Uh, He's got Kareem Hunt, who actually had a really good game last week. I don't think that gets repeated. Like, that was a crazy game. I'm going to keep bringing it up. That was, like, my favorite football game I've watched. Monday night, in case you're not following along, damn. (laughs) Did he know Um, there was a game on Monday night? (laughs) I don't know if he did. Um, We're actually, we're going to play a did you know game when we get to Dan. Alex's team, Alex has got Lamar, I pooped my pants, Jackson. We're not going to stop making that joke, nor will the internet. Um, who, like, I love it. Alex, you could tell how pissed he was. Uh, I believe he used some profanity to say it was a little late, Lamar. <laughs> like, Lamar goes off as soon as Alex is out of the playoffs. Serves him right. Um, he's got Zeke playing against the 49ers, so plenty of trash talk coming this week between half of our league is Niner fans. We've got one and a half Cowboy fans. Um, you know what? I'll say we got then five and a half 49ers was that, fans. Was that, a, was that a big guy joke? Are you making fun of Alex's size? Nope. Nope. I'm making fun of Dan's fandom. <laughs> he's half a Cowboy <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> Um, and I know that my man Gabe right here, he doesn't like the Cowboys, so you can jump into the Niner bandwagon for this week at least. I, I can't. I can't. And it, well, it's a matter at... of principle after oh. Matt DeFrancisco was trying to talk up his team by saying, look, man, we got so many damn injuries and everything. Isn't that like the high school way of debating that your team's good? It, it killed it. I'm sorry, guys. I can't be there for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I could pay money to get a picture of you in the 49ers stadium. Um, I mean, we're about to get Carson Wentz, <laughs> right, if, uh, if the internet's right. So you're about to become the biggest 
49ers fan oh, I know. No, probably bigger than myself or, or even I'll tell that. you what, if that happens, I will go pick up a Carson Wentz 49ers jersey. Oh, boy. Hell I yeah. I don't know. Illegal buy you one. I'm excited for you to do that. Not necessarily excited about Carson Wentz joining our team. Absolutely not. Um, okay, he's got Devontae Adams, which is probably why Alex is going to win that week. Um, but hear me out. Okay, since that trade took place in early October, and guys, I realize there's a difference between quarterbacks and wide receivers scoring. But Devontae Adams has scored 165 points. Justin Herbert scored 182. Did Alex lose that trade? So I think you'd have to look at also... uh, C.D. Lamb? Because he also got C.D. Lamb in that trade. I would... uh, Who's not on his team anymore. I don't. He's on my bench. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I mean, it's... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. He didn't. Alex <laughs> won the trade, okay? I'm just pointing out that Herbert wasn't a total flop, okay? So, but Alex, you uh, you swindled our local, like, short bus kid. So, way to go. You swindled your 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 uh, Cowboys friend. Yeah. It's messed up, man. Um, all right, who wins this one? Maggie Francisco or Alex? What do you guys think? This is Alex. Yeah. Alex only because he has Young Ho. Young Ho? Matt has so, yeah, Blinkenship, I, I also, though. I don't. Young Ho Cool. Ooh. Okay, I'm just going to say. A looking, matchup of the kickers. Looking at both of those guys, I feel like they probably did really well in school. <laughs> that's... 100%. They both wear nerdy spectacles. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yes. That's what I was thinking. There's no race that comes into this. Wait, Rodrigo, what? Rodrigo's white. Yeah, the other one ain't, though. <laughs> All right, so Alex wins this one, and ESPN says he wins it by five. Um, let's talk about Dan, who, again, he made it out of the boot. Oh, I'm sorry, out of the junk, so congrats, Dan. But I got, I got some things to point out to you, Dan. Um, I was looking at some stats career stats you know all the years combined dan averages the lowest points for per week if you do like if you look at his career thing okay his whole career here seven seasons he averages 90 points a game okay but to be fair we always we had one less player all of those seasons if you guys recall this year, with an extra player, Dan averages 89 points a game. He's doing worse now than he has the entire time. <laughs> By an entire 10 points. How's he, it even possible? He has an extra player. He's, yeah, it's by it's one point. He, he averaged 90. He now averages 89. Oh. But ah. you, everybody else's has gone up. His is the only one that went down. <laughs> wow. Damn, you kind of suck. But you did win the booty one year. Um, I think I think ever since Dan started becoming slightly intelligent about football, things have gone downhill. That's a good point. Dan, stop paying attention. I'm going to stop paying attention. I might not even watch the NFL next season and just like <laughs> cross my fingers and see if I get good players. It if... seems to work more than caring and knowing things about the NFL. Could you also make some like strong Facebook posts that are ultra political so we know why you're not watching it? 
A hundred percent. That's all I'm going to post about. And actually, this pod is going to turn into a political machine. <laughs> Do you think we'd go up or down? Oh, we'd go way up. If oh, a hundred percent. So many people would listen to our podcast. Oh, oh. The NFFL, the anti-NFL podcast. <laughs> the pennies we could win. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, let's look at these two teams. Um, Dan, let's see. Who's Dan got here? Kirsten Garn, Justin Herbert. That's a good one. Um, Kyler Beasley. What, what did, what did Dan, or what did Jake call him? Cole Beasley. What did he call him? Corey Beasley. (laughs) Yeah. He's like Corey Beasley. That was awesome. Um, but I do want to here, – here comes the game. Both of you, close your eyes right now. Podcast mm-hmm. listeners, close your eyes. Unless you're is this going to be an ASMR thing? Are you going to, like, whistle in my ear? I don't even know what that is, but I'm oh, intrigued look to it find up. out later. Oh, it, oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm going to name somebody. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name somebody on Dan's team. Your job is to tell me what NFL team this guy plays on. You ready? What? Okay. Tim Patrick. Broncos. Wow. I'm impressed. He wins. Oh, that go. was it? That was it. I was just curious. We're going to play this game one more time. But I not like this. Yeah. Tim Patrick. He's starting Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. So here comes. Over like Hamler. Over all those other guys. Oh, he actually has scored points in the last two weeks. 16 yeah, th- in week 13 and 10 week last week. Yeah. Which shows you Dan's riding the hot hand. I'm impressed. I'm And he reads Matthew Berry's articles. <laughs> because that guy has been on the waiver pickup wire for a while. <laughs> okay. Well, Dan is playing Brooks. Um, and Brooks' team, even though he's really way down at the... He's at the kind of this crap bowl. Uh, he has seven players on his roster who are in the top ten of their positions. I, we've talked about this week after week after week. He has such highly rated players and continues to suck. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm starting to feel bad for Brooks. And then I realize he's only come on the pod once, and I decide, hmm, maybe I don't feel bad. All right. You know what? Let's make him feel – you know, this is pity hour for Matt Dolan. You guys give me a lot of crap for being a fake Seahawks fan or a fake Niners fan and a, a secret Seahawks fan because I've got some key players on my team, right? Right. Yes. Freaking, freaking Brooks. He is a Seahawks fan, like a real one, actually. He was born up there and all that stuff. But he's got division rival guys on his team. He's got Kyler Murray. He's got freaking Kenyon Drake. Both those Everyone guys. likes Kyler Murray. He's like 5'8". <laughs> So is Russell Wilson. Yeah, but Kyler Murray's still a freshman. <laughs> Again, I don't know if you know what that means. <laughs> so start giving Brooks crap, okay? Leave me alone. Go Seahawks. <laughs> oh, you make me ill. <laughs> Just, okay, I got bad news. Fellow 49ers fans, I'm there with you as a 49ers fan. But our season is over. I, I, I don't know if you've done the ESPN playoff simulator where you can like move teams around to see how it's getting really hard to get the Niners in the playoffs. 
My only goal now is keeping Robert Sala. Oh, yeah. I hope we do. And I don't know how to do that. COVID. <laughs> Just get him sick so he can't leave. That'll work. Yeah, you're not allowed to travel like in the Bay Area right now, right? Dude, you're, it's like crazy strict where you live. Oh, yeah. I live in California. You live in the Bay Area. True. Both places. Both the Bay Both of them. <laughs> um, who's speaking gonna win of this one? Go ahead. Uh, who's gonna win this one? Oh. I'm giving this one to Brooks. Brooks is gonna win this one because I'm a huge Cardinals fan. I guess. Hey, hey, hey! I got another question for you, Vince. Close your eyes. All right. We're going back to Tim Patrick. Okay, we're be- yes. we're on Tim Patrick. No looking. When does Tim Patrick play football? <laughs> That's like his schedule. Yeah, yeah. No, tell tell me. He's playing Sunday at one oh five p.m. False. He's playing on Saturday afternoon. Did you guys know there's Saturday games this week? Because no. I did. I didn't. I literally am just looking at it, and I'm like, "Is that a typo?" But it says Saturday. No, I did not know that at all. You know, get your way, get your uh, freaking lineups ready, guys, because there is at least one Saturday game between Denver and Buffalo, according to huh. ESPN. Speaking of Buffalo, how good are they, man? Are they fun. beat the best They're fun team to watch. in the league. Corey the best Beasley's team in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. No. Are they the best team? They though? are the biggest frauds in I the league. I think they're frauds. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Buffalo. Buffalo. That's a transition into Derek's team, man. Big F. He's uh, he's got freaking Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills fans are loving him. Oh, we're moving on. We're Let's moving on. Let's do it, dude. The transition is there. We're talking about the Bills. Derek's there. Um, how like the crazy people of Buffalo who like smash into tables and just get sloshed before every game in the snow. How much does it suck that they don't get to actually go to the games now that the Bills are good? Uh, I think they probably are partaking in the exact same activities from their homes. <laughs> You're probably right. Going outside, breaking grandma's, you know, glass table, and just, you know, pounding an entire uh, keg to the face. That would be my guess. No. So they, nothing's actually changed. Right. Oh, well, good. Um, Derek's team has the best matchups of the week, if you look at it. So, I don't know. We'll get to Jake, but this is really important for Derek. Derek does not want to go spend a bunch of time in the Waffle House. There's even been concern. A few punishments that we've had throughout our... Uh, or eight years, Derek has been like, I'll quit before I do that. Now, I don't think he said that about the Waffle House one, but like the shaving the legs or like some of the public shaming ones, he was going to quit if he lost. And so, does that... I would like to report one thing. Yeah. The hairs on my legs have finally hit mass maturity. They're back, baby. They're back. Like, Like, you can't tell the difference? You Welcome back, boys. Tell the difference. They are back. That's impressive. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Apologies, you gonna... you're talking about Derek. No, Derek, hairy legs. It's all good. 
Um, I think Derek is actually going to kick the crap out of Jake, and we haven't even talked about Jake yet. I'm already making this prediction. Um, oh, at man. least, th- at least this week, Derek's team looks so good. He also has two Rams players playing against the Jets, and the Jets are not good. Yeah, I mean, you get into the playoffs, and it feels like every matchup becomes that more that much more important. I mean. Uh, Russell Wilson playing the Jets last week hurt me, you know, obviously. Um, I think the same thing happens here. The Jets are a liability. Um, and all Jake can hope for is that Cam Akers gets the COVID. Um, yeah, he better hope so. I'm looking at Jake's team right now. Jake is projected to get 93 points from ESPN. All the rest of us are all above 100. That would be more than Dan <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, Dan will still end up getting 93 points, but I feel like no one ever achieves the projection. You always end up a little below it. Jake's team is looking so bad. Also, he has really bad matchups this week. It's okay. How- here, you guys close your eyes. I've got one for you. Okay, let's do it. My eyes are closed. All right. Name the team that DeAndre is he a Washington right is now? on. No, no, no. Detroit. Detroit. No. Oh, He's a man. dolphin. Okay. And he's got him in the number two RB spot, projected at three point four points. Okay. Now you clo- now you close your eyes. We're not done. We're yep. not done, Chris. All hey, right. Ga- hey Gabe. Who oh, does Michael MPJ. Pittman Jr. play for? Uh, <laughs> because well, everyone calls him that. I was looking at notes earlier and I actually like in my brain thought Michael Porter Jr. Like uh <laughs> <laughs> no, he is uh, the uh, he's a uh, Jonathan Taylor's team, whatever you call it, the the Colts. Nay, he is, dude. Nay, you're very impressed. Yeah, he is starting the the number one hundred and two running back DeAndre Washington and the number eighty four wide receiver wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. You know what might even be funnier is that he's currently starting the Panthers defense against the red hot Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Which, according to ESPN, oh. is the second worst team you could start a defense against. Of course it is. Dan, I'm sorry, not Dan, Jake, if you haven't actually logged in to switch things up yet, I get it. I get it. But if you do listen to the pod before kickoff, you might want to change things. Heads up. The Panthers are playing Green Bay on Saturday. Wait, they're also playing What's... on Saturday? Yeah, it is a lot of Saturday. Did I just things. did I just miss that Saturday football is a thing? There's going to be a Nickelodeon game in a few weeks. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. Nickelodeon what are you talking about? <laughs> no, you guys not. I mean, in the NFL Wild Card, so it's fantasy is over. Nickelodeon is airing a game. And we'll have like pretend slime and SpongeBob and googly eyes and stuff during the. This football. sounds made up. Is this like the I'm puppy not bowl? But... 
I don't believe you at all. And even Val doesn't believe you. Hey, start Googling this right now. I'm not lying. Confirm it. Look it up. Nickelodeon and CBS are doing it together. And it's 100% to suck kids into watching the NFL, thus creating fans for millennia to come. Wow. You are right. And Von Miller is the, the eye candy that all these little kids get to look at. (laughs) <laughs> Call it SpongeBob cross marketing. Dear Lord, shoot yeah. me in the face. Like SpongeBob is like that's all you're gonna see when you're kicking a field goal. It's like big. I'm SpongeBob. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. That's crazy, dude. If SpongeBob, it's gonna keep, get uh, Richie Incognito out of there. <laughs> Just send it. What was the guy's name <laughs> from the Ray Ray Lewis to go murder some people? Um. Oh. I got a good story for you guys. I'm looking at Jake's team, and he's, and he is starting Tom Brady, which is actually a decent start this week against Atlanta. Who is Tom Brady's coach right now? What's his name? Anybody know? This is a test. Bruce Arians. Do you guys remember? It just crossed my mind as I was thinking of funny things about this podcast. Do you remember what Bruce Arians said <laughs> a few years no. ago about drinking paint? It's it's okay on Sundays. He told a story like two or three years ago that when he was a kid, he would drink paint what? because it like made him harder to tackle. Jesus. Of course it did. <laughs> and I just want you to keep that in perspective that that guy is an NFL coach who just has pretty much said, throw the ball as far as you can every play. Which doesn't seem to work very well for Tom Brady. No, it doesn't. But remember, he admitted to drinking paint as a kid. So there's another one. Go look that one up, too, to make sure. Now you got to look up Tractor Cito, Nickelodeon, and Bruce Arians drinking paint. All of them. Bruce Arians paint. Thanks, Says he drank paint (laughs) as a kid. And the the article starts, Bruce Arians is not your typical NFL coach. Well, you heard it here first. Or a few years ago, if you were paying attention to the news. Yeah. In a few years, 2017. And funny enough, he was on Grit Week, where the guys from Pardon My Take asked him about this in may of 2020 so that may be a good you know dig into the archives moment yes for all you i don't recall that one and i would love to hear that that i i'm so down to hear him discuss that on on pmt okay to find what? it you told a little anecdote that got a little press at the time about drinking paint when you were a kid because you thought yeah. it made you hard to tackle can you walk me through well you know i was allergic to milk and my brother would get these big glasses of milk my older brother mm-hmm. and dad would say, Hey, drink that milk, make it big and strong. I was like, what, I, what I got to do? <laughs> All right. Cause they ain't giving me any. Uh-huh. So they're painting the kitchen and this big can of white milk. And what, I mean, white paint. I said, it looked just like milk. I said, turn it up, get my stomach pumped. It wasn't probably three months later. My mom was eating pistachio ice cream. And that green paint looked really good. So I did it again. <laughs> uh, brains? No. That, that, that lead paint might have got me back Yeah, then, yeah. I think. What did your parents say when they're like, this kid, we got a kid and he just won't stop drinking paint? Give him some damn milk, man. <laughs> I mean.
one one saving grace that Jake has. He has Travis Kelsey. Somebody answer this for me. Have you guys watched sure have. Chiefs games lately? Yes. How is it that he's just open? He's the best player, best tight end, one of the best players in the league. And it's like Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, there he is. No one's playing defense on him constantly. Uh, imagine if he had to guard Tyreek Hill and Sammy Hardman. Watkins and that other guy that looks like them and is just as fast. Yes. And then there's probably another one. Yeah. But the point is, I don't know. I guess he's the one that gets forgotten and gets covered by a slow middling linebacker. It's amazing. It's like scramble, 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 and no one's covering Kelsey. And he gets like 10 catches a game. It's amazing. So is he better than Greg Kittle? Uh, certainly this season he is. <laughs> I, he's the number one wide receiver um, in the NFL or number one receiving in the NFL, right? Excuse me. Um, based no, on I'm talking about like yards. Stats, like, who cares about that? Just in general. Yeah. He, I believe he's number he one. Tyreek's number two. At least that's receiver. the way it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's and they're on the same team. So I I could have sworn it was Metcalf, Hill, Kelsey. What either one, two, three. However, it works out. He's a tight end and he's better than everyone. Not better than Greg. I'll stick with it. 2019. Although Kelsey won the Super Bowl. Son of a bee. Um, this has gotten long winded for us to just say, Jake, you're gonna lose by like fifteen plus points this week <laughs> oh so now we're going to take espn's projections here gosh <laughs> uh what does espn say they 15.7 <laughs> okay yeah okay 20 20 points how about that there we go i think it's going to be ugly buddy i feel bad i appreciate all of the hard work you put into jkk this year uh, but no jokes here, man. You're gonna lose by a lot. Be bad. And I, you have my word, Gabe. Can we get a commitment out of you? Can I? Can I do a whole build a relationship of trust thing here and get a commitment out of you for the maybe? <laughs> you might be the only guy. Now there's a few guys who who get that joke. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, would you? I promise you, if you go to Waffle House or IHOP or Denny's or wherever Jake goes, uh, you'll enjoy your experience. Will you commit I, if he to, does it in Utah, going to visit are you Jake sure as when hell he's there? Me, I will go visit you, Jake. Oh, Jake. Jake. Yeah, what, what state is this happening in? Because, I mean, I'll visit him in California. Well, if that's he comes. a good point. If he goes to California, you could visit him. Yeah, that'd be a blast. All right, well, selfishly, I hope it happens here in Utah. I mean, it, it would be amazing if all you guys went and had pancakes. Hey, Brooks, Brooks, you live here. I know you never hang out with us. There you go. I'll pick you guys you all up on my to. way. Alex, or Matt you're can. Here. You can come down and come down Provo. Grab all four of us, all three of us. Yeah. Dude, we, we could all stop by and do like a, a Denny's interview with them. In the, in the background, you uh, hear like the it, the cooks like moving silverware around. It would be like one of those <laughs> cool. So things. Matt, that is called ASMR. Look it up. It's really <laughs> that's literally what ASMR is. <laughs> Signifies subjective low grade euphoric characters by positive feel. Wow, there it is. 
There it is. We've I'm just glad Vince's internet tonight, works guys. tonight. This has been fun. Yeah, I think you had to like restart everything like three times. Has it been that long? Oh yeah, mm, that no. has happened. Oh yeah, Jake. Well, you know we've up we've upgraded the equipment since then. Jake, go drink go drink some paint, buddy. It might be your only shot. <laughs> You're a doctor or close to it. Yeah. You'll know the He's an anesthesiologist, you know pretty much. He'll know how many milligrams right per pound it. or whatever. <laughs> I'm just uh, looking at a Bruce Arians photo and you drink paint. Uh, is that all we've got, guys? Um. Gabe and me have a really close game in the booty, and Jake falls way behind in the junk. The other three games, you guys, I hope you enjoy your Saturday, your Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and if COVID <laughs> hits, Tuesday game. Dark. Great as always, boys. It was great. Thanks again, boys. See you, Vince. See you. Welcome to Jake's Kicking Corner. It was a busy week in the NFL and the NFFL. Disappointing loss for Derek and I going to the Junk Bowl. The dreams of Tommy and Vince getting their names on the booty are faded for another year. And then there's Brooks and Alex, who don't care about any of it all. Most of all, it's been a a week of disappointing kicking in the NFL. Some terrible kicking in the NFL, and some of the kickers even called themselves out. I'm looking at you, Brandon McManus, the panis. He freaking used a burner account <laughs> to burn himself. I wouldn't be surprised if he's friends with Manti Teo. <laughs> this week saw some major missed kicks in the NFL. And that's nothing new to the big game because we see it happen once in a while. Not every kicker can be perfect. So I wanted to look back at some of the missed kicks in the game. And I found one team in particular has had it bad for some time, the Minnesota Vikings. So let's look back to the 90s. First up, we got Mr. Gary Anderson. So back in 1998, if you recall, he was having an amazing season. He went 35 for 35 on field goals and 59 for 59 on extra points, a perfect season, something that has never been matched since then. And in the NFC Divisional Playoffs, He missed a 38-yard field goal. That gave the momentum back to the Falcons, who then won it in overtime. And then, of course, we all knew that the Falcons were going to lose to the Broncos in the Super Bowl, which they did. So Elway could repeat and go out on top. And then he could run a franchise that gave us T-Bowing and Drew Locke. But there were a few good years with Peyton Manning. So here's his kick. Yeah, you see it and you go back, and I don't mean to second guess, but just kind of put, you know, the way the game is played. If if Minnesota makes this field goal here now, you know, they get the 10-point lead. Had Atlanta on that fourth down kicked the field goal, then this couldn't happen. And Anderson hasn't missed in two years. So that's a pretty good bet if you say, do you think Gary Anderson will... Make this field goal, the answer should probably be yes. 39 yards away. And it's not good. 
So next up, we've got Mr. Blair Walsh. That guy spent four years with the Vikings and was getting pretty comfortable in his skills there. Now, let's set the scene here, what brought his downfall. It was January 2016. The Vikings are playing the Seahawks in the playoffs. It's freaking freezing at house outside, like negative inches cold. And the Vikings are down 10-9 to 9, with 26 seconds left. And they just want him to go out there, punch one in so they can go home, call it a day, maybe grill up some grilled cheese, get warm. And Blair Walsh lines up for a 27-yard attempt. And, well, this is what happened. And here's what happened. McDermott is the snapper. And the kick is no good! Wow! Go figure. Oh, baby, yeah. It's time to pray to the heavens, Michael. You're right. No good. Not even close. Let's look at these laces one more time. Jeff Locke, the holder, is going to try and put it down. And bingo, looking right back at the kicker. And I'm telling you, psychologically, sometimes that can get a kicker. But there's no way to practice making a three-foot putt. And here's what happened around the Vikings world after that. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna poop. enter Mr. Dan Bailey, the current kicker of the Vikings. He's had a rough two weeks. He went one for four in extra points and two for six in field goals. Yikes. With a capital Y. That is bad. So bad. You know who can relate to that and still has a job surprisingly? Steven Goskowski. And he was on Matt Dolan's roster while he was sucking that bad too. But I guess it worked out for both of them because Dolan's in the booty bowl and Goskowski still has a team and a coach that believes in him. The Vikings coach, Mike Zimmer, said they don't have a kicker they can depend on, and that hurts. 
So they called up Taylor Bertolette to compete for a spot. And who cares about this guy? Well, I think you guys might. I did a little bit of research on him and found that he played in the AFL back in 2019 for none other than the Salt Lake Stallions. Which, you gotta give these guys credit because they did not spell Stallions with two Zs on the end. So, definitely cheers for that. (laughs) Traditional Utah. Gotta love it. Um, But, you know, I really don't care if that guy gets the spot. I just really want to see Dan Bailey break out of this funk and break the spell of choking Viking kickers because that has just got to be such a rough place to be. So that just, that poor guy. Vikings need a break. So lastly, I got one more story about Chester Markall of the Packers who's playing against the Bears back in the 70s and he got his kick blocked. But there's two twists to the story, and you got to hear it to believe it. Because when I did, I was like, what? Did that really happen? So here's a little clip from that game. Next scene, and imagine being a Bears fan. Green Bay Packers will attempt a field goal, which, if good, will end the game. And Tampa Bay beat Cincinnati 17-12. That's a final. But the field goal is missed. It goes over to the Chicago Bears, and we continue. A 35-yard attempt by Chester Marco with David Beverly holding. This dude just outran the coverage unit and scored a touchdown from the 25-yard line. But here's the crazy thing. Chester Markle admitted to snorting cocaine during halftime of that game. And on that play, he was definitely feeling it. He would go on to be cut only a month later, which he felt was due to his cocaine use. But check this out. A few weeks later, the Houston Oilers were headed up to Green Bay to play the Packers. The Oilers kicker would end up getting hurt late into the week, so they desperately needed to sign another kicker. They would end up signing Green Bay's former kicker, and he would go on to make a field goal in a winning effort in front of the fans who saw him run in that touchdown. I've talked. So let's just say kickers are full of surprises. So thanks for listening to another edition of Jake's Kicking Corner. Remember to kick them high and kick them deep. Don't kick them at all. And here's a song for all you kickers out there. Pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Roberto Aguayo, kicker, Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Kickers are second rounders too, baby. The most accurate kicker in the history of football. He actually left school early. Yes, a hardship kicker, baby. One might think it comes with glory. You might think different after you listen to my story. My helmet is equipped with a tiny face mask. What it possibly could protect I do not know The other guys on the team like to make fun of my little shoulder pads And also like to hide the special shoe I need to kick in the snow 
people think it's so easy to kick a field goal from the 30-yard line. They forget to add seven yards for the snap and ten more because the goalposts are pushed way back. In 1974, the uprats were right on the goal line, but some of the players were running into them and getting hurt. So screw the kicker. Who cares about the kicker? But I kicked that ball and I pray it goes straight. If it does, the coach says, "Good job." I could have been a minor league soccer player, but I came to America seeking fortune and seeking fame. I didn't realize that if I shanked one because my toe hurt, some drunk guys would push me into their hapachi after the game. Okay, leave me alone. Go Seahawks.